This is Pet Life Radio. Let's talk pets. It's Obehave with Arden Moore. This show that teaches you how to have harmony in the household with your pets. Join Arden as she travels coast to coast to help millions better understand why cats and dogs do what they do. Get the latest scoop on famous faces. They're perfectly pampered pets in Who's Walking Who in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails. Garner great pet tips and have a doggone fur-flying fun time. So get ready for the pause and applause as we unleash your all-behave host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Our special guest today gives a heartwarming new meaning to that phrase, working like a dog. Now, as you're about to discover, she and her sweet retriever named Riley are working hard to bring joy to the lives of many. It is my pleasure to welcome to our show the author of a must-get book. It's called Riley, the Retriever Wants a New Job. Please welcome to our show, Jill Weisfeld, and probably Riley. Hey, Jill, welcome to the show. Hi, Arden. Thank you so much for having me on your show. All right, guys. Now, listeners, what job will Riley, the Retriever, land? You're going to find that out after we take this commercial break, so you know the drill. Sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a pause. Four furry ones actually sit and stay. All behave. We'll be right back. Hey, it's me again. Yep, Arden Moore, host of the Old Behave Show, doing this commercial. You know what I love? I love my cats. I love pet safety cat Casey. I love my sweet Mikey, and I love one-eyed Morty. Each one has their unique personality. Casey's a pet safety cat and teaches pet first aid. Mikey loves to lounge on the couch and purr in your lap. And one-eyed Morty, he's just a purr, purr, purr machine. Now, you know what I don't love? Cleaning up the litter for Casey, Mikey, and Morty, which is why Arm & Hammer created new cloud control litter. There's no cloud of nasties now when I scoop. It's 100% dust-free. It's free of heavy perfumes, and it reduces airborne dander from scooping. Yahoo! So, what happens in the litter box stays in the litter box. New cloud control cat litter by Arm & Hammer. More power to you. Let's Talk Pets on PetLifeRadio.com. All Behave is back with more tail-wagging ways to achieve harmony in the household with your pets. Now, back to your fetching host, America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. Now, listeners, you're in for a treat. Treat! Treat! Did somebody say treat? Uh, I'm betting all right now all of your dogs and cats with their stellar hearing are perking up their ears to tune in. And it's with good reason. Our guest today, Jill Weisfeld, is an award-winning author. Hey, she's a CEO of her own publishing company called Peak a Bear Press. And let's throw some more stuff in. She is the art director of the Pediatric Cancer Foundation. She teams up with her lovable retriever named Riley, and they make therapy pet visits, and they encourage children to read at libraries. Plus, she has playfully inserted a new word into our vocabulary, 
move over, Google. What do we have now, Jill? Google. Google. <laughs> Google <laughs> for dogs. That's right. That's right. Is it Koodle for cats or? Oh, that I don't know. Hard. I haven't. I haven't written that one yet, but I like that. Google. Yeah. <laughs> we, got, we start. We're starting a trend here. Yeah, hey, I like that. I'm, I'm really happy to have you on the show, Jill. Folks, from one author to another, we also share kind of parallel lives a little bit. Jill and I both have pets that are certified therapy pets, and believe it or not, you and I both have the same favorite childhood book. You ready for it? Yeah. Go dog, go. My favorite. <laughs> my favorite. Actually, my birthday is actually tomorrow, and I just told my daughter, I know Go Dog Go is P.D. Eastman, but I just said, buy me the new book about Dr. Seuss. So, oh, like, all those all those books I love. So that's my birthday present. Well, and we hope you have uh, a good birthday today as a guest on our show. Thank you. Our gift to you is priceless. <laughs> you can't it buy is it priceless. Store. You get to be a guest on our show, yeah, which, I'm by so the way, happy. somebody named Oprah likes us and voted us oh. as one of her top three pet podcast on the planet. So I've heard of her, and yeah, I think she has. Too. Yeah, I think she has. Riley's actually called an English cream retriever, and I think she has a couple of those. What what kind of breed? English what? An English cream retriever, and I'm pretty sure Oprah has some. I've seen them like in pictures with her. All right. Well, yeah. let's talk a little bit about because you know Riley is a star of your book. So yeah. tell us what's the four one one on your beautiful dog Riley. So Riley, I got when she was about four years old. I always wanted to have a therapy dog, and she was a very stubborn puppy. It took me a long time to train her, and at one point I thought oh, I'm just going to leave her at the um, breeder, the person who was boarding her, because she was so tough. She was like Marley and me. She ate everything in the house. <laughs> She ate hair scrunchies, she ate chicken skewers, she ate a diamond earring. It was like <gasps> stuck in her tooth like a grill. And then we saw Marley in the, the movie, and the kid's like, we can't give her away, which I would never do, obviously. Right. Um, and then I just really was very persistent on the training. I think you, are you a dog trainer as well? You do well, I'm more of a things. behaviorist. I wrote the dog yeah. behavior answer, so yeah. I yeah. And then she just became this amazing dog after a year. And so me and my two daughters took her to um, the Good Dog Foundation where she's certified. And she became, you have to go to school. So it's um, first you have to know basic command, sit, stay, come. Mm-hmm. And then it's four classes plus a graduation at therapy dog school. And it was it was really fun. That's actually my second book, Riley the Retriever Goes to School. Right. And then she graduates, and at the class, like, they would bring in a wheelchair and a walker and just to make sure she didn't, you know, wasn't, like, afraid of any of these objects, which she wasn't. She didn't even notice. And so then she just started working at, like, the library down the street, which was her first job. We still go. It's, like, we love the librarian there, and she loves the kids, and they all, you know, know her when they come. And she just loves everything she does. She works. My dad has dementia, and um, he moved into assisted living two years ago, and she goes there all the time with me, and all the people love her there. One man, Rudy, he always tells me that he really loves animals more than people, and Riley had ACL surgery a few months ago, and before Riley went in, he says, oh, I'm going to pray for Riley's recovery. Like, she just really touches so many people's lives and makes so many people happy. Well, you know, so. it all brings back, at, with the apologies and homage to the late, great Marley of Marley and Me, um, yeah. I actually knew the real Marley because I was a reporter at the Sun Sentinel in Fort Lauderdale. Really? And, That's uh, cool. John Grogan and I had a uh, desk within... Mm-hmm. Uh, probably 10 feet of each other. And I remember when 
years ago, they brought home, he and Jenny, this puppy, this box-headed, fast-growing <laughs> yellow lab. Yeah. And, uh, but if you were in the newspaper world, when it was real news, you worked long hours. And in Florida, lightning comes straight down. So this poor dog was at home a lot and scared of lightning and had separation anxiety. It was just a recipe for disaster. Yeah. But I'm Riley's happy to same. say <laughs> with Riley and Marley, you know, if you get through that first year of puppy, yeah. I call it the wonder year because you wonder where your sanity goes. <laughs> um, yeah. It, you might have a pretty cool pup dog. And, and it sounds like Riley is just that. And so how old is Riley now? She just turned 11 in January. So. Wow. Good. Yeah. I'm like she's a senior. So yeah. Bad. Yeah. No, it yeah. isn't. Every day we yeah. have with them is a gift. I have a retired surf dog named Cleo. I used to oh. live in California, and Cleo is a little 12-pound soaking wet terrier mix, and she's 17. Wow, that's unbelievable. Yeah, so um, sometimes she has good days, and other days yeah. she's like, huh, what? <laughs> <laughs> I but, can relate. <laughs> but let's talk a little bit. I mean, you, you're combining, it seems like, two loves, a love of pets and dogs and a love of writing. So give us a little, uh, you have your own publishing company, Miss CEO, Peek a Bear Press. Tell us about that. So I'm actually a graphic designer. I went to school. I worked in advertising. Um, I worked in House at Macy's and Brides Magazine. So I was actually trained more in the visual side, the designer side. And, but I always wanted to write a children's book. That's always been like, you know, my dream. And I've always, whenever I'm like walking down the street or I see something, I I get an idea for a children's book and I have a whole notebook of ideas and I'm always like writing books and reading it to my family. And so finally I wrote my first book is titled Take a Peek with Pika Bear. And that's like, I call it a peek and play book. It's for preschool age children. And I decided to self-publish because I really, being a graphic designer, I really wanted the control of the whole look of the book and being able to hire my own illustrator. And I designed the book myself. And so I just wanted that creative freedom. And my husband helped me because he, he's a manufacturer. So he helped me find a printer in China and this really lovely woman, Anita. And so everything was done through email. And I found for the first book, I found my illustrator who lived in Scotland. And, you know, <laughs> and they say, yeah, I feel like I got a international flavor coffee into my drink listening to you. Yeah. Right? I, yeah. <laughs> and then for the second book, the illustrator, Shirley and Benitez is wonderful. She lives in California and I found her through Instagram. Yeah, wow. I was having a really hard time finding someone who I wanted to really cap. It's hard to, I didn't realize how hard it would be to capture Riley's personality. So every time I found an illustrator, I'd have them draw a picture of Riley and they just couldn't capture it. And then Shirley caught it, captured it right away and she was amazing. And so that's basically my journey. So I'm really more of a conceptual type of writer. I'm not like, like my grammar is not, I'm not great with grammar or anything. Like when I wrote both books, all my friends who I know are really great with grammar, I had them help me edit it. And then I had my mom join in on Riley the Retriever because she's also a writer. Mm -hmm. And so I like, when I came up with the idea, I think I was working with Riley one day and I was just, and I love as you do working dogs. I just think they're such special animals and they offer such an amazing service to people, you know, whether they are seizure detectors or guide dogs or bomb sniffing dogs, anything. They just really, you know, they're like selfless animals and they help us. And I wanted to educate children about them. So just the idea popped in my head about Riley educating kids about working dog jobs and also looking for a new job herself, which 
I don't know if I should say what she ended don't up be becoming a at the end. <laughs> should I say it? Spoiler well, alert. She, yeah. Oh, yeah, go ahead. I don't okay. think any it's kids, a- maybe, yeah, the parents will be listening. Don't tell your kids. Well, it's um, not like you're revealing the, uh, the yeah, so she becomes movie. what she, yeah, she becomes a therapy dog and, and my mom helped me write it. So basically I did all the research and I wrote like a rough copy of of the book. And then my mom lives in Philly. I live in New York. I, I again emailed it to her. She took it. She wrote it and it helped me get it more into a story form. But my mom's more formal, her writing, mm-hmm. not how Riley would be speaking. So then I put it in Riley's words. And it was just a really fun collaboration. And, well, it takes um, a village. And I, I've yeah. got to tell you guys, I've, I've written a number of books and writing tight and writing just short sentences like Ernest Hemingway style instead yeah. of F. Scott Fitzgerald with all the flowery. That's hard to yeah. do, isn't it? And you got to write to kids. so It's really hard. So I will it's, say, you know, yeah. go, Jill, go. Like, go, Thank dog, you. go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I want to do like a little Instagram with Riley with the whole do you like my hat thing. <laughs> yeah, and speaking of part. Instagram, I do want to shout out his Instagram account is Working Dog Tales, T-A-L-E-S. Yeah. How's that? Yeah. Did I do my homework? Yes, a she. She's a, she's she. a girl, though. Sorry. But most people think she's a boy. I always say she's she's a girl, but she's not a lady. She's <laughs> Oh, well, I have a, a orange tabby named Casey, and everybody wants to call him a boy, and I always just say Case he. And then, oh, that's cute. <laughs> and then we have Kona, my terrier mix. Kona and Casey are like Riley. They're certified therapy pets. And Kona actually means lady in Hawaiian. Aww. So that makes it easy. Or I just tell the people, just check under the hood. She's a chick. <laughs> <laughs> I love that you have a, a therapy cat. That's amazing. Yeah, I have he's, a few cats and they're crazy. Yeah. What are, <laughs> let's do a shout out to your two tabbies. Who do you have? What? Because I know Riley's well, I ha- a star. Yeah. Guy, so I had three cats at one point. I was like, I felt like, you know, like the crazy cat lady. They're all rescued. And then I found one of my, so I have, I had Tallulah who was not mentioned in the book because she had already passed away. And then I had Corey, who's an orange tabby, like Casey, who was the sweetest cat in the world. And then I found my third cat as a kitten at my friend's house. We were having dinner in their backyard, and I heard her crying. I didn't want a third cat, but I tried to give her away. And, and seven yeah. years later, I haven't found a home for her. So <laughs> she's now mine. She's now mine. I always tell her, you know, you're just a foster pet. But <laughs> and what's and her name? Her name is Pippa because she's oh. a pipsqueak. She's crazy. She's like, my kids have not touched her in seven years. She only lets me touch her. <laughs> Does she and, get along with Corey okay and uh, Riley? Well, so Corey also passed away, but okay. um, yeah, he was like 10. And he, uh-huh. yeah, she got along with the cats. She loved them. Uh-huh. Riley and Pippa get along. Like they, the first two cats are really afraid of Riley because they were in the house first. So I had to train Riley to leave the, as a puppy. She chased them all over the house. So right. I trained her to be respectful of the cats, and she was very respectful. And the cat, actually, Tallulah, like, really dominated her. She would lie in the middle of the stairwell and not let Riley upstairs. And Riley would sit at the bottom of the stairwell crying. And I'm like, Riley, you're, like, three times as big as Tallulah. Just walk by her. Yeah. But she was too afraid of Tallulah. But Pippa is really a brat. I call her a bratty cat. Like, Riley would be lying there <laughs> minding her own business. And Pippa walks over to Riley, starts sniffing her nose, and Riley knows it's about to happen. And then she takes her paw and smacks her across her nose and walks away. So Riley just, yeah, (laughs) Riley just like, okay, what did I do now? You know, like she's just sitting there minding her own business. Well, let's talk a little bit about what makes a good therapy pet, because not every dog or even cat or bunny rabbit or horse 
is yeah. is made to be. And, and I like you, Casey and Kona had to go through uh, training and, and all that. They have to not be crazy if somebody, you know, like we go to a, a memory care center. We call it going to see the Brookdale buddies. And we, we got to get used to if there's a, a wheelchair or somebody drops something or they pat the cat or dog on the head a little bit, a mm-hmm. little bit rough, but not meaning to. So tell us the role that you think that Riley does best as a therapy dog. I think she's just really chill and, and she also loves the people. Like when I take her to schools, like she works in, um, I go once a week to a first grade classroom where children take turns reading to her. And, you know, she loves the attention. She loves the children. She, we come into the classroom, all the kids are like, Riley. And she's very <laughs> tolerant. And sometimes they smother her and they're hanging on her and she just gets up and moves away. Like, you know, she would yeah. never growl. She would never bare her teeth. She just moves out of the way. And I'm like, you know what? Riley needs her space. And the kids start trying to poke her in the eye. I'm like, guys, you know, you don't want someone to poke you in the eye. Like, please pet her behind the ear. Right. You know, she's, she's getting nervous when your fingers are right in front of her eyeballs. And she just is so good-hearted. And she, like, listens to them read. Like, she enjoys it. She lies on their book. She wants a belly rub. And, you know, the same with when she goes to colleges during exam week. And the students are taking a break from the exams. And they come in and pet her. And she just is so happy for the attention and, and to be, and she's social, you know, she loves people. She loves, you know, she loves children. She loves, you know, she goes to a memory care unit too, where my dad is. She loves elderly people, especially after snack time, because they drop all their crumbs <laughs> all over the floor. And she's like the vacuum cleaner. She's, you know, yeah. you know, golden retrievers. They're like chow hounds. Yep. Yeah. They're just, they just have to have that really sweet temperament and very patient. I think they know they have to know their basic commands and, you do if there's a pill on the ground, they do need to master the art of leave it, right? Then exactly. I, I, so, but what is the group that she's certified through? What is it called? Good, the Good, Good Dog Foundation, okay. and they're based in New York, and they do jobs all like and throughout New York, um, some in Connecticut, but mostly in like the New York area. I'm in the suburbs, right outside of New York City, and New York City, and the and the boroughs as well. Okay. So, yeah. <laughs> Well, hey, folks, we're speaking to author Jill Weisfeld. She wrote a book, more than one, but the latest one is called Riley, the Retriever Wants a New Job. And we're going to learn more about her and Riley after we take this quick commercial break. So sit and stay. We'll be right back. Time for a walk on the red carpet, of course. All Behave will be back in a flash right after these messages. Pause up, everybody. This is your host, Arden Moore. And guess what? I wear different collars in the pet world. I am also a master instructor in pet first aid and CPR. And I have some great news for all you. Safety is one of the best skills you can learn for pets that you have and those that you care for from other people. That's why I'm excited to let you know we now have a two-day online interactive pet first aid instructor program. Yep, I have teamed up with Pro Pet Hero and I am your instructor. We use Zoom technology, which is great. So you can be wherever you are in North America. I can tap into you and we have a class of up to six people at a time for two days and we teach you all the veterinary approved hands-on skills to become a pet first aid and CPR instructor. To learn more, please go to Pro Pet hero.com this is your chance to be your pet's best health ally
Let's Talk Pets. Let's Talk Pets. On Pet Life Radio. Pet Life Radio. PetLifeRadio.com. Hi, I'm Dean Koontz, and you're listening to Oh Behave with Arden Moore on Pet Life Radio. We're back from the lot. Just checked the paper, and we had a record showing at the box. The letterbox, that is. Now back to Oh Behave. Here's Arden. Welcome back to the Old Behave Show on Pet Life Radio. I'm your host, Arden Moore. I'm having a fun time with Jill Weisfeld. Yep, you got to get your paws on Riley the Retriever Wants a New Job. It's a new children's book, and it's based on the adventures of her dog, Riley. Real story, who finds her true calling, which is to be a certified therapy dog. And uh, you do a lot of giving back, you and uh, Riley, Jill. But uh, I was kind of curious a little bit about uh, the job that you get a W-2 for. You're an art director. Tell us a little bit at the Pediatric Cancer Foundation. Oh, yeah. So that's also volunteer. And so that's a local grassroots charity and just something I've been involved with for the past, I think, 20 years. Mm-hmm. And just being a graphic designer, I moved here. My friend was involved with the charity and she asked me to design an invitation for one of their events. And then I just continued doing a lot of designing different invitations and I helped them design the website and their brochure. And then that led to, they had a bike-a-thon that I was co-chair of and it's, you know, it's a really wonderful organization and, you know, it's, I love children as well as dogs. So anything to help children, I'm so happy to be a part of. And you and do have uh, not one, not two, but three kids, right? Three daughters. Three daughters. All right. Yep. All right. Yeah. All right. Three daughters, uh, yeah. one dog and one cat now? Yes. Okay, yeah, all right. girls. My husband's. <laughs> <laughs> we, we had Corey with my male cat, but yeah. sadly, he's, he used to watch the Mets game with us. That was like the best summer. Oh. Every time that every time the, the baseball game was on, we'd call Corey and he'd come running down and sit on the chair and watch the game with us. When the, well, the one summer the Mets were actually winning. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> I'm from Chicago, so I was had many many drought years as a, a Chicago. Yeah. So we yeah. both understand that. So tell us a little bit, of, though, about your first book, um, children's book. It's called Take a Peek with Pika Bear because you won five different awards. I mean, this is a big deal. And uh, tell us a little bit about what inspired you. What's this book about? So this book is about a little bear named Pika Bear who's taking children on a journey in different modes of transportation, such as there's a train, there's a car, a plane, and during the journey, it rhymes, like the first page, I'll read, take a peek out the window while you're driving down the street, what do you see marching by with big clunky feet, and the book has poles, lifts, and wheels, and so you pull down the window like you would roll down a window in a car, and outside you see an elephant marching by in, in, a, in a parade. Oh, you're kidding, that's so cool. it, Yeah, so it's like a very whimsical, fun book that's interactive, and the, and it's very, the illustrations are really colorful and playful, and it's just a lot of fun. Like, during the, in the train page, it's like you open up actual curtains like you would be in a train. So it's basically the child is sitting inside the locomotive for whatever they are and they're looking out the window and they're seeing just really cool whimsical illustrations and that are very silly and it makes them laugh and everything and that was a tough book to produce because it is a peak and play book so it does have all these moving parts so that was a lot of <laughs> back and forth of samples from China with you know to get the pulls right and the the wheel right at the end and the 
curtains right so the kids didn't rip it off, which eventually they will, but then they have to buy new books. I guess that's well, you know, a take, thing. Take that, the late great Dr. Seuss, because his books had great rhymes, but he didn't have things flying off the pages. You were actually constructing right. like a little mini house with each page. Yeah, it, yeah, it was, it was, it's a lot of fun, but it was a tough book to publish. That was especially for my first book to publish. Well, but you did well. So what was one yeah. of the top honors you got? I think it's called the uh, Mom's Choice Award in the yeah. picture books. Mm-hmm. Mom, yeah, and also the Purple and Dragonfly Awards and the I think all different various awards. <laughs> Any cars or new houses for other? No. Oh, dang it. No. <laughs> Just the honor of winning. Just so. tax-free it love. It was very exciting. <laughs> yeah, no, it was good. It was good. It was very very proud that I won all these honors for the book. So what happens when you come into these places? Do you bring Riley the Retriever Wants a New Job book for these for kids and all that? What's been the uh, impact when you come in with Riley? And she is uh, sort of a four-legged author with you because she's the star <laughs> of the book. Well, it's funny because the first grade classroom that I go to, um, I gave them I donated the book to the classroom and one little girl, Ava, keeps saying to me, I don't know if I should say the name, but anyway, she keeps saying, when are you going to write the second book? When are you going to write the second book? And, you know, they are like really thrilled that they know Riley, who's this famous dog. And so I wrote the second book very roughly, just the beginning. And I brought it in and I read it to them like, oh, we want to be your editors and your publisher. I'm like, oh, I would love to have you guys help me. And then I had an event recently at FAO Schwartz in Manhattan and with Riley. And that was actually a lot of fun. And well, what were you guys doing there? That's a great store. Yeah, it was, we were selling the book, doing a book signing, and I was just with Riley selling the book, and all these, you know, families came and kids, and the first little girl who bought the book with her parents is actually from Russia. She doesn't even speak English, and she, you know, they, you know, reached out to me on Instagram how much they loved it. Then another family bought the book from London. They were on vacation in New York without their kids, and then she sent me pictures of her son, which is actually posted on my Instagram, reading it and how much he loved it. So it makes me feel so good when, like I say, in touch with the people who bought the book, and they're so thrilled how much they, you know, they like the book, and they, they are they're really happy when they meet the dog who's the star of the book. Oh, yeah. Definitely an attraction, (laughs) more than me. No, I wouldn't say that. But (laughs) I think some of the takeaways from having you on the show today, one, you get things done. And being a graphic designer is a special skill I always have envy for. But you didn't, I mean, is there any advice you can give folks to not give up? Because you're now, you're publishing your books and and they're very well done and very well illustrated. And so, I mean, you're dealing with China and, and all these other countries and time zones. And how do you keep your sanity and how do you keep on track? I think, you know, sometimes you want to give up like this. I mean, sadly, when I wrote the book with my mom, she passed away two years ago before I had the book in print. So I just sort of left it alone for a while and I didn't think I was going to be able to pick it up again. And then I'm like, you know what? My mom would be really mad if I didn't finish this book. And I have three daughters. So you want to show them that, you know, teach them the value following through with your ideas and believing in yourself. And I just, I don't know. I love what I write. I love the story about Riley. I love about working dogs. And I just really felt it was an important story to get out there for children. And I think you just have to, you know, believe in yourself. And just every day, I always did something just to work on it, you know, and just kept following through and following through. And then once it becomes into print, it's just such a great feeling to see all your hard work 
So. Yeah, and you also recognized where it sounds like where your strengths are, and you recruited others that could give you good feedback, right? Yes, it, absolutely. It's it does like I think you said before, it takes a village, and it does take a village. I've had a lot of really nice friends who've helped me, as I said, edit the book. My friend now is helping me market the book, and she got me the the event at FAO Schwartz, which I wouldn't have had. I might not have had enough confidence to reach out to FAO Schwartz, and she did. And I have another event coming up in the summer at Books of Wonder, which is a really well-known bookstore in Manhattan. So, yeah, it's really nice. My family all perseveres listening to me read it to them over and over again and changing this word and that word. And, <laughs> you know, so everybody's been really amazing and helping. It's so it's Well, most really- importantly, what does Riley, what does she think about the book? She loves the book. She can't wait, she says, until I write the next one. So I wish she could talk. She'd be great on the on the radio show. <laughs> <laughs> I can hear her. I have I have yeah. Been, I can I can yeah. hear her. Well yeah. I, I agree with you. Then the other part is just the aspect of having a dog like Riley as a therapy dog and with Kona and Casey, my dog and cat, they not only are therapy dogs and cats, but they're also help me teach pet first aid. So they've already been to 12 states and we certify people in uh, pet first aid. We do first responders and we do pet sitters and boarding staffs. And I'm like you, there are a couple of uh, shelter alums in my case, and you never know what hidden talent your dog or cat may have. And it sounds like with Riley, her talent is she's just an amazing canine ambassador of goodness. Yeah, she is. She's a sweetheart. She's stubborn, but she is a sweetheart. (laughs) And well, yeah, and you survived the first year. So I I do salute you for that. (laughs) That was was a tough year, but I'm so glad I persevered because she's every day like I wake up and she's like my therapy dog. There you You go. She makes me so happy too. Hey, folks, we're uh, speaking with Jill Weisfeld, and she is the author of the book you've got to get your paws on. It's called Riley the Retriever Wants a New Job. I hope after the show that you all dash over to Riley's Instagram account. It's Working Dog Tales, T A L E S, or and go to peakabear.com, and that's peak a bear.com, and you're going to find out a lot more about Jill and Riley and what's going on. Is there any uh, parting message you want to give to our listeners? We have uh, several hundred thousand from all over. I bet there's probably probably the person in your uh, the China Publishing House's production is probably even tuning in. Who knows? <laughs> well, one thing I do want to mention is proceeds of the book are being donated to dog charities, and one of oh. them is Guiding okay. Eyes for the Blind, which is a local guide dog organization in upstate New York, right where I live. And I've also fostered actually socialized guide dog puppies. So I'm very into giving back to the community. Say that. Say the name of the charity again. Guiding Eyes for the Blind in Yorktown, New York. In Yorktown. Okay. Mm -hmm. I like that. Yeah. So all about helping others. All right. And uh, we're going to give a sweet in the heavens to your mother, Deborah. I think that's nice that she helped you. And this was definitely a family love collaboration. Do your three daughters have the writing bug? I don't know. We shall see. Right now they don't. But actually, my youngest daughter is going to be studying to be an elementary school teacher. So maybe she'll turn that into something with writing. We will see. She already said she wants to help me write the second book. All right. Well, when you get it, let us know. We'll we'll have you back on. And I'm so glad to get to meet you, at least over the airways, Jill. You're doing great work. Thank you. And I would love to learn the CPR if you're ever in New York. 
Oh, yeah. And we make it fun because I'm sort of a goofball with a purpose. So uh-huh. everything we teach is veterinary approved. But uh, I right. tell people when you're doing chest compressions, the hand that does the pump is yeah. closest to the rump. Okay. <laughs> and the palm is the pump. I can there you go. That. Okay. Yeah. I so I do little that. I do little ditties like that in my classes because I uh-huh. figured if you make people remember something easy to rhyme mm-hmm. and you don't scare the bejeebers out of them when you're teaching a class, they learn better, don't you think? Yeah, 100%. You remember a rhyme. Yeah, and I, I have to warn you, too, that Casey, the, the orange tabby, will do something silly in class. Like he does a head dive in my uh, pet first aid kit and throws things out of the bag so he can retrieve the bag of treats. <laughs> Yeah, he sounds he, great. He sounds great. And Kona, the sweet yeah. dog, is like, I didn't do that. It's my brother from a different mother. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Casey probably blames Kona. It wasn't me. It was Kona. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, give Riley a sweet hug from us and healthy treat, Jill. And everybody, please check out the book. It's called Riley the Retriever Wants a New Job. Go over to peekabear.com. It's on Amazon. Proceeds are going to great charities like Guiding Eyes for the Blind in Yorktown, New York. And we're going to look forward to the next adventure of Riley and have Jill back on. So, Jill, thank you again for being our special guest. Thank you so much for having me. It was so much fun. All right. And at this time, I want to give a big old pause and applause to our producer, Mark Winter. He is the wizard of pause. He's the executive director of Pet Life Radio. We are the number one listen-to pet radio network on the planet. That's pretty dang good. And so, folks, I want you to, if you want to check me out on Instagram, it's Arden Knows Pets, and go over to Ardenmore.com and see what crazy adventures await Kona, Casey, and myself. So until next time, this is your flea-free host, Arden Moore, just delivering two words to all you two-, three-, and four-leggers out there. Oh, behave! Coast to coast and around the world, it's All Behave with Arden Moore. Find out why cats and dogs do the things they do and get the latest buzz from wagging tongues and tails in Rin Tin Tinseltown. From famous pet experts and best-selling authors to television and movie stars, you'll get great tail-wagging pet tips and have a fur-flying fun time. All Behave with America's pet edutainer, Arden Moore. Every week on demand, only on PetLifeRadio.com.